You are now listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I am your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am with Kyle Shotwell. How's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so we have a interesting episode today because, you know, I wanted to talk about uh, just anime and the state of anime in, you know, uh, the U.S., you know, like we it, like it's really become such a big thing versus where it was back in like the, the late 90s. Yeah, it definitely has been. I mean, I feel like growing up, um, at least where I did, it, you know, it was very um, scarce. Like people didn't really watch it. Mm. A couple friends did. But then as I kind of got older, you meet more people who are into it. And then now I feel like you if you meet someone who's into really any kind of form of uh like i don't want to say nerdy media but you know like kind of like geeky-ish media comic books or something anime they've watched anime you know there's probably an anime or two that they that they like (laughs) yeah honestly yeah like what like when you were younger what was your like your go-to anime Oh, DBZ. <laughs> DBZ, yeah. DBZ, yeah. yeah. For some, like to to me, that was like the cro- the the like crossover uh, thing that like everybody watched, every kid watched, and was like, "This is so awesome!" Like you couldn't really like, you know, you couldn't deny it that it no. was it, that it was so good, you know. And then other things kind of came out after that, but Dragon Ball Z to me is like the like. So iconic. Yeah, it's like the apex. The like right. the, the drawings, the 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 fights, the you know, the mythology and all that stuff, it really kind of shaped what anime is in terms of like the fandoms and stuff like that. I would say it's it was probably one of like the first things I ever saw of its kind. Yeah. You know? Like I mean I definitely that was my gateway to anime. And I think I kind of sort of been introduced to anime maybe a little prior mm-hmm. through like pokemon or something because i mean essentially oh, that's you know but like but then of course you you find toonami and then toonami had you know that was that was a whole nother world oh yeah 100 right? like, that changed anime and then you had adult swim which was the next step and then like you had i think there was definitely a while where you had toonami during the day and adult swim at night yeah and, adult um, yeah, oh, sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, 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 that's pretty I, much all. Like you brought you brought flashbacks back with uh with Tsunami, like you yeah. know with the the you know Tom the robot guy. Right, right, yeah. He's, like sitting the mixes for like okay, get ready to watch, you know whatever. Like a DJ, he was like a really cool outer space like, DJ. Yeah, and like <laughs> and like it had like all those like plot lines apparently that I didn't know was a plot line. Mm-hmm. You know, like he'd like get stranded on a planet or something and like have like some episodes to show it reminded me of uh and this is not to get a little too off topic but that reminded me of like uh the uh what was it a uh, space ghost ah space yeah, ghost yeah. Show. <laughs> kind of yeah. sort of reminded me of that but, yeah um, but yeah I, I remember like that dbz was really big for me growing up and i mean i watched other animes as well but 
the next one that really impacted me was Full Metal Alchemist, and that was on Adult Swim. And mm. I remember watching that fairly young. I mean, around like 14 years old mm-hmm. when that came through. Yeah. Um, those, but those are the two that are, that are the standout animes to me. As yeah. A, as, as a kid. No, yeah, you're 100%. That's, that's definitely reminiscent of like our childhoods and stuff like that. And then you get like into like a wild, a more wild world where, you know, people are like just as passionate as we were about Dragon Ball Z, but with like something like uh, Naruto or Dragon or uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. Stuff like that. You know, that's, that's definitely would you do you think that that's like the next DBZ My Hero? Yes. Because you know how that title keeps getting passed down, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I think so as well. Yeah, I think I think it is because it's got the, it's got a lot of mythology in it, but not just. It's not just mythology heavy. It's very like you can live in that world for like as long as you want and find new mm-hmm. things, and it's got heart. Right. Right. Like it's very much like Harry Potter, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're the one who compared it. Was it you? Probably. I was speaking to last yeah it was last weekend you're yeah. like it has that harry potter vibe which yeah. is pretty on point um i also think it's just you know um a product of really just today mm-hmm. you have all these superhero things out there and then you have my hero that comes along and just you know makes that superhero genre its own mm-hmm. you know like you don't i i can't think i mean there's definitely like superhero school you know, um, shows, movies, whatever. Yeah. But this one, I, I don't know, felt like homey, kind of can't, not, not really can't, I guess maybe a little campy, but like it was, I don't know. It's like all of those things you know about superhero movies or right. com- comics, but like the anime version of it. And right. like it's so exaggerated with stuff. Like the villains are like legit villains and stuff like that. And, and like mm-hmm. they're dangerous. You can get killed in that world and stuff like that. And it's like, it's cool. Right, yeah, it's 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 um, it's it's like in the middle. You could show your kids that show, mm-hmm. and it's not super violent, mm-hmm. you know, um, which I do rather enjoy because I mean I do like violent anime, but I also like anime that takes me back. That's an interesting know? point that you made, like with the violence. Do you think like like I, I've 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 had this conversation with several people. Like some people are kind of split down the middle. I'm like, do you like what like. Like for Dragon Ball Z, do you think it was too violent for us? Like, I will n- no, I don't think so. I mean, it didn't make me want to go outside and fight people. Right. That was that, that was my thing. I was like, I don't really see people going out trying to fight other people. I see people trying to yeah. go Super Saiyan, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, but uh, you know, like you know, some people are like, oh, there's blood in My Hero Academia and stuff like that. I can't let my like seven or eight year old watch this or whatever. But I'm like. I think eight-year-olds of today are far more like complex. Like they can take, yeah. they can take more intense stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, I would show my 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 nephew my hero. Yeah, actually, I showed him Dragon Ball recently. I showed him um, uh, some like super clips. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like went through like the like the arcs, like the cool fights, mm-hmm. and was just kind of explaining it to him, and he was mm-hmm. like. I, well, at first, I didn't think he was into it. I thought he wanted to go back to playing Fortnite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he was like, I want to watch like more. So I let him pick the movie, or like I had some Blu-rays, and he picked um, uh, Resurrection F. Mm. That's the one he wanted to watch. 
Mm-hmm. So we watched it. We put it in. He fell asleep. And it was <laughs> nighttime. But then I woke up the next day and walked out in the living room, and he was watching it by himself. Like, he had just turned it on and was just watching Dragon Ball. And I was That's like, that's fan. so sick. <laughs> yeah. I really honestly think, like, the best animes are the ones that lend themselves to great movies, like live action mm-hmm. movies. Like, that could be great live action movies if done. It really right. could be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to pre I wanted to put that done in right. there because I know a lot of you guys you know cringe when you guys thought of dragon ball evolution you know that was a that was <laughs> that was that that hurt that hurt it took me a long time to actually go and watch that i Dude. didn't really want to watch it for a while i went to the theater to go see it and i saw like a friend that was just leaving the last showing of it and i was like how was it and he just like looked down shook his head and was like not good. <sighs> he didn't even say that he just like exhaled and I was like, ooh, that's bad. That's real bad. <laughs> and then, you know, we went to in, into the theater. The movie starts. And it just had it all wrong. Like, at the start, mm. I was like, this is just, you guys just totally, you know, pooped the bed. My thing with that was that, like, they, I mean, they did so much wrong. But then they even kind of did Dragon Ball wrong, too, right? Like, they mm-hmm. didn't even, like, if you're going to do Goku's origins, don't do, like, teenage Goku. Like... <laughs> You know, I know child actors aren't really, you know, are hard to come across and hard to work with. Mm-hmm. But like, that would have been way more interesting. If they, like, did the kid Goku mm-hmm. from Dragon Ball, you could have done all that quirky stuff and it would have been funny because early Dragon Ball did some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, like, uh, you know, like, for me, like, if I was doing, like, a Dragon Ball Z live action movie or Dragon Ball, like, it, it would have to start with Dragon Ball, right? Right, but, right. Like, but I'm sure there probably will be some like executives that will be like, oh, well, we'll give you like 30 minutes to show him as a kid. And then after 30 minutes, fast forward and he's an adult. And yeah, then it's just like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're, you're like missing all the good stuff. Like you have to do like a Harry Potter thing where you have to do a, a bunch of movies when he, the child actor's a kid. Right. Set up the seeds for Dragon Ball Z with like Red Ribbon Army and all that stuff. It's like all that stuff doesn't work without Dragon Ball. Yeah, you know? and so and then you just do like, you do like three Dragon Ball movies, mm-hmm. and then you do three Z movies. Oh, you gotta do more than three Z movies. You think you, so? Yeah, because it's so long. They're probably sagas. Would you? Would you? Okay, yeah. Because I was thinking that like, I don't know. I was thinking too broadly, I guess, or not yeah, broad the, enough. Yeah, the Saiyan saga you can mix up with the Frieza saga. Somewhat, yeah, a little bit. yeah. Like you can do Saiyan Saga for first movie, or at least like the Raditz thing, and then the sequel you can do Vegeta and Nappa and, yeah, and all that stuff, and then the third one you can do like okay, well we're going to you know Namek, you know. But see, even then, that's uh, that that like deserves you know a longer yeah story. I don't know. Like yeah, it's me, hard to like, think about it. You can't. It's hard to put that together. Like, if that's your job, like I like I pity the poor soul who like eventually is going to have to deal with that because they're gonna come back. They're gonna circle yeah. back that. But there's so many other animes that I could think of that would make for like cool live action movies, mm-hmm. like uh, One Punch Man. I'm like that'd be great because you don't have yeah. to take yourself seriously. You could just have fun making. Yeah, that. one One Punch would be would be phenomenal. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, you talked about My Hero last weekend. If that, cause that, that was when you made the comparison of, like, it could be a Harry Potter-like movie. Yeah. And who, my Hero. Yeah, like, who would you cast as, like, all my... Like, I have my I perfect casting. In my head, I know. I know who could play it. There's only two people that could play it. 
two people. John Cena. One of them. See, the Rock is one of them. <laughs> John, John Cena. John Cena probably is was the more palatable choice because you know he's got he he's got hair and he's white and it's like you know there's that. Mm-hmm. But the Rock to me is like real life All Might. Like that's yeah. how res- wrestling fans view the rock or just yeah. general people view the rock because he's always smiling he's super big positive dude you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i could definitely see that you know and the the grin that he's got you put the shadow over his eyes <laughs> and maybe you don't even need to have him with hair but the hair might be uh, the hair is an important part of all yeah my, i right? feel like it is yeah so yeah so john cena to me has the comedic chops to do it like he's he's setting himself up to be the funny big dude Right, you know, so like I could totally see him either one. Yeah, I guess with The Rock. I mean, obviously, The Rock to me would sound or fit that role better. Yeah, just because, like you said, just like the way he, just his embodiment of yeah, your brain who he already is. Yeah, yeah, your brain yeah. connects it. It's like, That's oh. the one thing about anime movies, though, like the hair. Yeah, <laughs> like how the hell do you do that? Yeah, Dragon Ball like, Z. I was. I don't know. I don't know. I would just say. I don't know, man. I feel like Goku. I feel like Goku's hair in Dragon Ball is just just messy, shaggy hair. That's what I've felt you know? too. Yeah, I yeah. just feel like it's just it's obviously exaggerated. It's Dragon Ball. Everything is exaggerated in Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the beauty of it. Yeah, uh, I think, and I think and I think Vegeta's hair. He just needs to have just crazy hair. Just, just kind of spiked up hair, like you know, like um, like Gene or whatever. I can't remember his name. The dude from Tekken. Oh yeah, he yeah, has yeah. like pointy hair in the back. You could just do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I so. kind of see that. And I think also like the if you capture like the essence of whatever the character is, like for like a live action movie, like Vegeta, like he's very like uh like British royalty almost, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's, yeah. he's even got the receding hairline thing going on, so you could mm-hmm. even kind of bring that into the character a little bit you know and cast somebody that has that already you know like <laughs> like who would you who would be a good vegeta to me it's like i have no idea man i got i got I, I i'm i'm really bad about casting I, i'm gonna say one and then you can tell me if it's if it's if it's not a good okay. casting or not okay. but in my mind i know who be, it is yeah this would be perfect okay i got google ready if i don't know okay you, you're gonna know okay For vegeta i think henry cavill would be awesome Yeah, because you got away with a tall Wolverine. I guess you could get away with the tall Vegeta. Yeah, and in yeah. in that, and it's just like also like you know he's just like we've seen him play the nice guy so many times, like the good guy. That mm-hmm. if he played a bad guy, that was just completely nasty. Like just because you know Vegeta at the start is like very just like yeah, just bottom of the barrel. Better, yeah. yeah. He's just a bad dude, but you know Brought so to the core. Yeah, and so like he would be really good for that. But then you know, also you know, if you, if he has to be short, then you know, Kevin Hart. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Please God, <laughs> have like, you seen those memes? <laughs> yeah, I have. I have, man. Um, the only one that I I ever thought about, uh, and I think I've talked to you about this before too. I think if you do a DBZ movie, you got to have Michael B. Jordan in there somewhere. Oh, that'd be so cool. Because you would, saw him in Black Panther, and he has the straight-up Saiyan armor. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, that's so sick, dude. Yeah, it would be cool to see. It would be, like, you know what? I would I would put him in the, like, out like I would do, like, a start that's kind of like Man of Steel, where they show, like, the destruction of Krypton. But instead of that, it's, like, the destruction of a, 
of uh, Planet, Planet Vegeta. Vegeta. Yeah. yeah. And he show Michael B. Jordan, like, as, like, one of, like, the Saiyans that are, like, at the, like, the forefront when Freeza's about to drop. Fighting. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, that'd be sick, you know? But, oh, or, man. I don't know. Something, something cool. You could do, like, a 300-type scene. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You could do a lot with it, honestly. I mean, there's yeah. so much, so much stuff. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, the, the money's there. Like, I'm sure Dragon Ball Z makes billions of dollars. And some of these other, I mean, that probably, that property alone makes a lot of money. So I'm like, right. live action, if you crack the code on that, like, you can make sequels, 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 sequels. And people probably won't get tired of them as long as you. Well, people, I mean, this is the perfect day and age to do it if you do it right. Because yeah. look at look at when Marvel's done. You know, yeah. and now DC's jumping, like finally actually getting its stuff together. And, yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I um, I love to see one, but I'm so skeptical of a DBZ movie that like mm. I'm just scared. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It is very scary. Like I think that's how everybody felt when they made the first uh, Spider-Man movie. That's how mm. I felt, and I was a kid. I was just like, you "Guys are going to do Spider-Man?" Like, or or even X-Men. X-Men is probably a better better one because it's just like the first pictures that they showed, they were like an all black. And I was like, that's not, that's not X-Men. They're like yeah. yellow. And, you know, and then, you know, and then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, but it got like the essence of like. Oh, it feels like it. Yeah. And that's kind of what you want. So Dragon Ball Z, you got to kind of like, you got to walk that fine line of like not taking it so seriously or, or knowing when to be serious and knowing when to be fun. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's definitely, yeah. Well, that's the essence of anime. And but DBZ is just, it's so iconic. And like, I had a friend of mine who hated DBZ growing up, <laughs> and um, he started watching Kai and like fell in love with it. Oh wow! That that was what did it for him. He told me that Kai like now he now he loves Dragon Ball. Um, so I bought like the first four seasons on Blu-ray of Kai. I haven't watched them yet, but whenever I do go back to revisit Dragon Ball, I'm that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it through Kai. I know I'm gonna miss that original score. That um, that um, what was it? What was his name? Bruce Falconer. Yeah, I'm gonna miss that score, but um, it'll be a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but they, they they do do some awesome things though in Kai, like uh, uh, and like Sean Schimmel when he does the line where he's doing that big speech to Frieza, actually calls himself Son Goku. Mm-hmm. And he actually had to get like approval and stuff, and he was like, I, he felt passionate enough to do that for the fans, mm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, for like people who watched Dragon Ball Z dubbed growing up, that probably isn't that big a deal. Mm. But um, because you know they don't ever call him Son Goku, yeah, I don't think they call him Son Goku and no, at all. So. You know. Um, but you know, it's just a cool little touch. You know what I mean? Yeah, you tell, like they actually care about you know the dubbing of that in Kai. Like when they redid it, it was just like I don't know. It's a nice it was a nice cherry on top <laughs> no 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 i totally i totally can get that and, and the fans are so passionate not just the dragon ball z but these other like the the thing with anime is just a lot like the comic book world where like you know like there's so many fandoms within it like yeah that like love a specific character or you know a a, a storyline or something like that that really connects with them and it really was interesting to me to kind of like look at anime and try to understand understand it a little bit more because i think i had i had preconceived notions of anime uh you know like a year ago 
right. a year or two ago where I was just like, um, it just is a little bit too much for me. You know, like right. it's got to be like the right story or whatever. But then I realized, oh, there's animes that just that are for me out there. And there's anime. Yeah, you just have to find them. And so, you know, uh, you know, you've even recommended some really good ones for me. And I've I've been like, oh, OK, this is what's um. What's something you want to watch? Is there anything that catches your eye that you haven't watched yet? Or maybe uh, you started? Uh, Neon something, Evangelion. I, I'm messing Even, it up. Evangelion? I'm messing it up. Yeah, but everybody's yeah. like, everybody's like, just call gotta, it. Just call it Ava. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'll say. Everybody's saying, you got to watch that. You got to watch that. And I'm like. Do not watch the um, uh, Netflix redub. Okay. I, because I, I they not. censored it really much. Then there's like a there's like a, a scene in the original dub, which mm-hmm. I which um I might be able to find for you. I might have it somewhere. Um where like it's clearly it it's clearly established that, that this character's gay. Mm-hmm. And then in the in the Netflix version they cut that. Oh boo. I was like, I was like what boo. the I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I like think- instead of him saying I love you, the guy mm-hmm. says I like you. And I'm like you know what's great about about uh, other platforms like Funimation is that they or like Funimation now they yeah. have like like uncut stuff like they they like yeah. let it be what it is and I think that's yep. just a huge like that's they a huge a, positive thing. They have a really good thing going because you can watch sub or dub. Yeah, what, what are you opinion on that? What sub or dub? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I'm a dub guy. Yes. <laughs> I'm one of the I'm one of the few. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I can't I can't do the subtitles for well, anime. Me, it's like sub, if you like sub, I'll go for. I mean, I don't I don't care how you watch your anime. Mm-hmm. But for me, growing up, I I like my hardest um like thing for me to grasp when I was learning stuff in school, reading for whatever re- for whatever reason, reading I hated, I still hate to this day. <laughs> like I don't I don't like texting people. I'd much rather call you. That kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So that plays into it. And then it's like, if I want to read it, I'll just read the manga. Makes sense. You know, yeah, that makes like, sense. Because I like reading, like, comic books. And, you know, I definitely own, like, I own, like, the first 24 volumes of Bleach, you know. Because I like, when I got into that, I liked it so much that I wanted to read the manga. So, like, That's you know, one I have to watch. You reminded me of that one. Uh, It's good. It's just really long. <laughs> <laughs> There's two animes that people were like, it's good, it's, but it's really long. And it was Bleach and One Piece. No one said Naruto. <laughs> no one said Naruto. Well, Naruto's super long, but, but I but I think it's because Naruto's got like spent like spinoffs or whatever, or not yeah. sequel series like Shippuden and. Well, Shippuden. When people talk Naruto, they're usually talking Shippuden, because mm. um, that's the longer one, and that's where like all the big juicy stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So Shippuden is Z, basically. Okay, that's what Naruto I Naruto is Dragon Ball. That's what I think. That yeah, I've seen a lot of cool like tidbits about naruto or the world of it and stuff and sometimes like a friend will post a fight scene from it and i'm like wow this is crazy you know mm-hmm. and like i'm like i like ninjas why haven't i gotten into this yet <laughs> but i think what had turned me off at the start like when i was in like high school with naruto was that you know it was just like sometimes they like do the trope where like they're like the underdog but like sometimes they go too hard with it yeah. Like, oh, look at him. He's a loser. And then they're like, I Very Naruto. Will, yeah, I will prove you wrong. 
you're wrong. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, okay. Like, so, like in, to me, like, I get emotional when I watch scenes like that, you know? So it's just mm-hmm. like, and it makes me want to wa- keep watching, but at some, at some point it becomes, like, kind of taxing. Naruto is definitely the perfect show for that. Yeah. If you, if you like that type of stuff. See, it got to get better, get cooler. I would recommend looking up a filler guide. Yes. Because there is a ton of filler in Naruto. <laughs> like, if you want to watch the filler, go for it. You're just signing up for another 300 plus episodes. Mm. You know, yeah. if you skip the filler and watch Naruto and Shippuden and skip all the filler, you're only looking at 700 episodes. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's Our a lot. Best. But, I mean, it's great, though. I mean, I, I binged it this year for the first time. And uh-huh. I, 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 I loved Naruto. I, I, you know, I made fun of it growing up. I picked on it. I thought it was like, um, like the poser, poser mm-hmm. anime. Yeah. But I mean, who cares what a poser anime is? Okay. I mean, you got to bring this up though. High school people wearing the the. the see, no one wore the bandana <laughs> in my high school. Really? No one. No one. No. 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 Wow. No. Well, wow. because where I went, I would come from a small town. Oh, okay. Right. So it was just like jocks, and like rednecks. Mm-hmm. And people who play sports, like <laughs> at my high school, you no know, and, like, the nerdy kids. I didn't. Did I meet anyone in, in high school? Tommy was about the only person I met in high school that I think, like, actually like liked anime. I'm sure there were others, but that's the only one I talked to that I can mm-hmm. recall. I mean, I'm sure there were others. Some of my other friends. Yeah. But none of them are like enthusiasts, I guess. But yeah, no one, no one wore it. But I remember seeing people wearing that at LAC. <laughs> Bro. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, in Naruto, am I saying that right? I'm saying it right, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can say Naruto, uh, Naruto. I used to say Naruto. (laughs) I used to be like, Naruto. Naruto. But then everybody would be like, "Uh, actually, it's uh, Naruto. I'm like, okay, sorry, my bad. My bad. You know, but I think, uh, uh, you know, like down, like, in the show, they would have, like, these headbands, which I guess refer to their clan. I have one right here I can show. I have a picture of (laughs) <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna do like a. Move. I can't do, dude. Some people can do that shit. Have you the seen jutsu? that? The yeah, thing. dude. Yeah. Some and people the... can do fireball jutsu, which is like Sasuke's. Like people yeah. know how to do it. And, oh my goodness! In my high school, there was a, there there was like a, a the table like at lunch. You know, there was like a table of like anime fans, and we knew they were the anime fans, and I was always cool. friends with them. But I didn't know like everything that they were talking about, all the references. And they would watch the subs like every week and like talk about it. And I'm like, like, what an interesting like world to be in. Like that's yeah. like your own bubble. And there's like people that like, like, like it and can connect to it. You have, you have the conventions and stuff and the conventions are awesome. I mean, they're great. They're great. I, I was going to go to some this year, obviously it didn't happen, but yeah. Yeah. Like I've been to a couple in the past and I've always had a blast at them. I've only, I've only done day passes. I've never actually gone for a full weekend. Mm-hmm. Or have I? Maybe, maybe I did. I think I did Animazement for Saturday and Sunday one time. <laughs> but I mean, it well, it's mainly because I go there, I blow my wallet. So yeah. plus the tickets are already. I mean, the tickets are not that expensive, but like mm-hmm. for a convention, it's not that bad. Mm. But they're awesome and, to go to. Yeah, and it's like interesting to see now that like uh, we're in quarantine. I think people are getting more open to trying to watch anime. Oh yeah, you know, Absolutely. like I like a like just the amount of content that's out there that you can just binge, you know, like for like months and not be done is kind of crazy. Oh, dude, I, 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 have I shown you my list? <laughs> no, but you got to bring it uh, up. You I'll gotta, show it to you. 
<laughs> so this is my list from January. So that I have check marks besides the one I finished. I don't know if you can see it very well because of the phone, but it's, you can't see what's on here. But this is my list. I, I'm right here on my fingers right now. So wow. Sailor Moon. But then. <laughs> oh man, Sailor Moon is a show that I haven't seen since the '90s, but I remember the song so vividly. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I know this song so well? Did I watch it? I was like, did I do that? Did so I just watch? You definitely watched it. I mean, I was the same way. Like, I know the song pretty vividly, and I remember some things of the show. But now that I'm, like, watching it again, I'm like, I don't remember any of this at all. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, you explained the plot of it to me last week, I think, or a a few weeks ago. Probably loosely, yeah. Loosely, and I was like, yo, I mean, this sounds cool. Like, it wasn't what I thought it was in my brain. For some reason, I thought Sailor Moon was just, like... When it first came here, it got very Americanized. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, it's like what what the what Power Rangers done. When it comes mm-hmm. over here, it gets changed. Right. That was the same thing with the original dub of Sailor Moon. Was that mm-hmm. they Americanized it like quite a bit? They cleaned it up, and made it more niche for an American audience. Mm-hmm. So then they redubbed it, and then that's what we have now, which is like uncut and actually right. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, the more uncut you can make it, the better. People love uncut. Especially so, when it comes to anime. I don't want to watch cut anime. I mean... How much money have you spent on uncut um, versions of, like, DVD animes of shows? Oh. Like, I have. I Like, Dragon Ball Z, I bought, like, the... Remember when they were selling... Funimation was selling, like, the uncut edition Dragon Ball Z uncut? Mm-hmm. I remember only, that. And they just separate the box or the seasons, but you only get like maybe like five episodes per DVD. Right. Yeah. Before they did the orange boxes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the orange boxes in my in my yeah. living room. Actually. That's iconic. That's an iconic DVD set. Oh yeah, dude. I've got the <laughs> I, I got the blue boxes for Dragon Ball, orange for Dragon Ball Z, and then I got the green one for GT. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, oh, dude. I, I um see. I didn't really live near a mall. So my like selection of anime, if I went to the store, was dirty, pretty much just Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only VHS because I I would buy VHSs and I still have some at my parents' house. I want to go get really badly. <laughs> I remember I bought the the uh, History of Trunks. Oh, VHS for that. Remember tracing the box? Yeah, dude. Jerry bought found one at a um at a uh, like a like a yard sale and he bought it for like three bucks and gave it to me. And I don't know where my copy is, but now that's on my shelf out there. I'm like that's. That's like, I remember watching that special over and over and over again because I was, was the first thing you watched to dark, right? Mm-hmm. It's the first like you know, for, especially for me, I was like, this is so bad, but like you <laughs> know, it's like bad like in a good way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like this is like um like it's it's so like dark. I didn't know what the term dark was as a kid, so that's why I use the word bad. Like it's mm-hmm. like this shouldn't be happening, you know? Like, and then of course you get the ending where he goes back or um it was back in time you know and then there's there's the hope right know? right oh man i could go on about that one for a long time no it's, it's, it's great but before we continue let's uh we're gonna have a word from our sponsors heard of anime but not sure how to get into it or maybe the last time you watched anime was when you had cable either way the time to get into it is now with funimation You might just discover the inner magical girl and shonen hero you didn't know existed. Funimation has hundreds of anime subs and dubs waiting in their massive library, so you can find the show that sparks the flame of fandom. Subscribers also gain access to shop exclusives that you'll absolutely need once you rekindle your love of Dragon Ball Z or discover your new obsession, My Hero Academia. The best part is when you finally get caught up on all your shows in less than a week. Because... 
We all know you're capable of doing that. Funimation has the latest episodes available as soon as they air in Japan. Begin your free trial and start streaming ad-free anime today. Go to Funimation.com slash subscribe now or download the app to start your free trial now. That's Funimation.com slash subscribe now. With, like, the history of Trunks, like, I remember that VHS box set. Oh, yeah. Like, the art. Super sick. It was cool. It was like, oh, it's like Future Gohan. He's, like, missing an arm. It was, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah, I can go grab it if you want me to. <laughs> I mean, nah, it's, I'll, I'll put it in. I'll insert it in the video. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... But yeah, like, um, cool. yeah. It was just... It was a glimpse of something that couldn't be, right? Yeah, yeah. It was dire, really dire. And it was like, you know, it had all of these like American influences, like Terminator. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I it's never great. That. It's like, like, I'm sure Kira Toriyama is like a fan of American culture. Cause like the Android saga is nothing but like a love letter to like the Terminator. Like it, it's, and then you get Cell and it turns into like a horror movie. Oh yeah, that really was very hoary. Yeah, that was the only season I think that was kind of disturbing for me. Only or at least the only phase of that saga, you know, and he's just like on this killing spree and stuff, and there's just nobody that can stop him. Yeah, you know, like it was just it was it was really really cool, and so you know you have other animes too that like had different levels of success, like you know Yu Gi Oh, you know Mm -hmm. where. You know, I'm into it uh, even more so now that, that I look back on it. Like, I'm like, the story for that was actually pretty cool, kind of. I, I, I enjoy watching you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm it's like, a little, it's a little cheesy, but I mean, it's still fun. Oh, yeah. Very cheesy. It's, it's like, oh, I'm going to put on this uh, bling and it's going to make me an adult. <laughs> <laughs> this bling. <laughs> I'm gonna wear this big bling, like, pyramid chain that no oh, one's going to snatch off of you. Yeah. Like, you can't even justify you like that's something you can't justify like in a live action movie, right? Because he's got to wear it, you know. And then like it's, it's this so big, big. it's this big chunk. Not that no one does that in real life. You see tons of rappers wearing like big like iced out like necklaces and stuff, but it just looks kind of ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. You, I mean, I don't know how you would make that work, especially like a little, like a little white nerdy kid. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and then people would get really upset about the whole Egyptian thing. So I, I don't. Yeah, I would probably. Yeah, maybe, would, maybe. <laughs> that's probably why we haven't got a movie so far. Let's just hit the brakes on that one. <laughs> yeah, we got Pokemon. We got Pokemon movie. So that was I. I like that. It movie was great. It was great. It was all from what people were projecting. People were like, "Oh, it's gonna make a billion dollars." I was like, "Nah." Like, <laughs> but it's gonna make a lot of money not a billion yeah. but uh but how much do you know how much it made off the top of your head i think like 400 million that's not bad so 400 something yeah so have almost. It probably made a crap ton of money off the marketing oh yeah they made One. they did a lot of cool stuff they did like pokemon cards for it and yeah that was cool <laughs> so. so like if you could okay here's the game i want to play i want you to, <laughs> i want you to pitch me on a on an anime you think I should watch. Okay. Like set the scene for me, the tone, why you think it's it's good. I gotta think of a good one I want you to watch. Yeah. Like what's like your your favorite Well one? the one the one I've been wanting to talk about 
I mean, I always want to talk about this anime, and I just got into it. It's Doctor Stone. That Dr. Stone, anime okay. is awesome. I haven't. Um, heard, I don't know the story. I've heard the name. So, so I'll I'll pitch it to you, okay. and it's going to sound spoilery, but it's not. It's like okay. it's like I'll put it this way. My 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 pitch to you is going to be like the Boy Season One trailer. Okay. Because you know how in the Boy Season One trailer you see a bunch of stuff that you think is spoilery, and, and all that happens in the first five minutes. Mm. So. Dr. Stone basically takes place in like modern day Japan. Mm-hmm. So in the opening of the first episode, you see, you get introduced to the first, the two main characters. And one's kind of like a, like a, they're, they're high school students. One's kind of like a, like a meathead kind of. Mm-hmm. And then the other one's like this, like I, anime Einstein is what I, what I refer to him as. He's like anime Einstein. He like knows everything about science he can okay. do anything as long as he has the materials to do it right okay no superpowers just, just want to put that out there and um within the first couple minutes the entire world gets flashed by this green light and they all get petrified and turned to stone like everyone in the entire world okay Dark. everybody digging it okay and then it kind of skips 3,400 years later where the landscape has changed it doesn't look the same anymore but the stone people are still around everyone's still but some of them are kind of like broken and crumbled, mm-hmm. right? So those people are obviously dead. But then there are like actual people who are still intact in these stone bodies. And the two main characters wake up. Um, and they wake up in the stone world. Basically, they just call it the Stone Age. Hmm. And their whole thing is like Sinku, who's like the Einstein, he's like the main character and probably one of the most badass anime characters ever for not having a superpower and being a geek. It's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and being as cool as he is. And... Um, his whole thing is he wants to go get back to where they were. He's like, it took, we got, we went from the stone age to the modern age at like a snail's pace, but we're going to do it this time in a sprint. That's what he always says. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to bring back the, the modern age. He's trying to get us back to where we were, but they also at the first episode, find a way to unpetrify people. Okay. But then that brings on the actual kind of issue for the show. Who do we bring back? We can't bring back the wrong people, mm. you know? Like if the first couple people we bring back are serial killers, we're not we're not going to survive, you know. But that's like the whole purpose. Yeah, I was like, that raises some philosophical questions because then it's like, okay, well, what makes that person be able to decide who does and who doesn't? You know, exactly. So, and so like some that. of the times, some of the people that they have to revive, it it they're put in a situation where they have no choice. Okay. Okay. And um, and then also my other big pitch is. Sinku reminds me of um, BBC Sherlock. Okay. Whenever Sherlock kind of goes into his explanations and he just goes off on a whim and he's explaining why the guy murdered someone or how he did it or whatever. And everyone's just like, what are you talking about? And then at the <laughs> end, he wraps it up and makes sense. He puts like a bow on top. Mm-hmm. Sinku's the same way. So when they're talking about scientific stuff, he's going on and on. Like they have to make an antibiotic at one point. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how the hell are you going to make an antibiotic in the Stone Age? Mm-hmm. So then he goes off on a rant on how you're going to make an antibiotic in the Stone Age. And then, like, does this cute anime, like, kind of montage thing while he's describing it. And I don't know. It just, every time he does that, I feel like like I'm hearing Benedict Cumberbatch. No, I have to check that out. That sounds pretty interesting. It's you only know, one season right now, too. Season two comes I, out next year, I think. Oh, well, that's great. Because it is, like, for me, it's great to get into anime now when, like, new seasons of stuff is starting to come out, because I'm like, Absolutely. damn, the weight sucks for you guys, but not for me, you know, like... Dude, that's how I felt all quarantine. 
Yeah, like I'm watching, <laughs> like I'm like like I told you I started watching Attack on Titan, and I just found out like the other day is a new season is coming. The last like, season, final yeah. season, and I was like, ooh, glad I didn't have to wait for that one. Yeah, you know? dude, Attack on Titan was like the worst to wait for because <laughs> they would do like two year breaks. I remember seeing people dressed up like at our, our college. I, I used to see people dressed up like in the. With they'd have like the symbol, yeah, the symbols and stuff, yeah, and the jackets. Like, that's what it, they would have. Yeah, and I'd be like, huh, you know, what is this, you know? And then sometimes I'd catch a peek of someone watching, and stuff like that. And uh, it was, yeah, like I'm like, why didn't I, why didn't I watch this at the time, you know? Like even somebody recently was like, dude, that show came out like, you know, seven or six years we ago. We were in college, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I don't care. Like, like, does it matter? Yeah, if it's, who cares? <laughs> yeah, like, if it's old. Like, and that's also a thing, too, that I've noticed in certain anime communities is, like, if you catch on to a show that's been out and you're acting like, oh, this show is amazing, and then they're like, huh, that's so 2016. You know, I'm like, dude, it's good content, no matter right. what. You know, who like, cares? I it, just found Code Geass, and it's, like, one of my favorite animes I've ever watched in my life. What's, what's that? Oh, well, that's, that's high praise. What is that about? Um... Well, yeah, that could guess is uh, that's so complicated. Okay, <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to pitch it slowly. Yeah, uh, but, imagine um, imagine you're in a room full oh, no, of with people, execs. Who, yeah, who want to give you money to do this, but you have to sell them oh, on why no, they want. No, dude, I'm not gonna do this. Really. I'm not gonna <laughs> well this. Uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, could guess is about this world where um, basically the uh the British won the Revolutionary War and took over America and mm-hmm. then became this dominant like empire and just started like taking out like um other countries and making it their own. Mm-hmm. And and, and it's called Britannia, mm-hmm. what they call them. So they're not even part like that empire is not even part of the UK. <laughs> I, the way they show the map, it seems different. But that that's not important. I, I saw the first episodes and the first two episodes and I was like, this is good. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like in the future of except except in a place like that where Britannian is just taking over most of the world. It takes place in Japan, which they just took over. They like stripped people of like their Japanese name. Damn. And like, you know, called them by like um by like not like a number. I can't remember what the number is. Is is it eleven? I think it's eleven. But yeah, yeah, because it's area eleven. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, don't don't quote me on that. But then like, you know, then they just station royal family and stuff across all these countries they've dominated and the main character is like he's royalty but he's been like disowned mm-hmm. so like instead of killing him he like instead of like his dad killing him and he disowned him he just like sent him to japan mm-hmm. um and he his whole thing is he wants revenge on his father because he he thinks his father killed his mother that's like, the whole point and then of course he meets this this like time not really time traveling but just this unaging witch who gives him power called gias which <laughs> lets him make a like, control someone like one time but he can do it and manipulate it in certain ways mm-hmm. you know like if he says like were you at the mall yesterday and you're like yes i was at the mall yesterday and then if he said are you were you at the mall the day before that and then, what are you talking about like he, he controlled him the first time but not the second time Mm-hmm. that kind of thing but then he'll do stuff where he's like uh one time he tries to test his power and see how long he can control someone so he tells one girl to always come back to this wall every day and mark it mm-hmm. so like mark it like you know the the lines one two three four and then the five through the four or whatever so mm-hmm. she like does that and he like watches her and like just to see how long he can control someone i don't know it's really cool and then there's mechs involved for the fight it seems <laughs> 
it's yeah, funny it's because cool because you explain that and then you're like, yeah, and then there's Max. It's funny because like I can see like the execs in the room like kind of bored, and then you're like, and then there's Max involved, and then you're like, wait, what's sell us on the Max? Or, or at the part where you're like, what if you could like I can see somebody in the room like, what if in a dystopian society you could control people with only one sentence? <laughs> and they're like, I'm interested. I'm interested. Keep oh going. shit. They're like, and guess what? Mechs. And then they're like, what are mechs? And they're like, giant robots. <laughs> Think of it. The Matrix meets, I don't know, uh, X-Men. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, cool. Okay, kinda, yeah, yeah, you go kinda, on. Kind of mm-hmm. can see that. Mm-hmm. Go, go yeah. on. Is that something you'd be interested in? I, and I'd say, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty interested. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, like those two animes that you mentioned, I could see like Americanized live action adaptations of them and then having like very like weird reception, like Death Note, yeah. where like the concept is super strong to like, like you could convert it to anything and it would still probably work. Like Death Note to me, like the that was an anime I watched and I was like, like, whoa, this is I, like I wasn't watching very it. grounded. Yeah, I wasn't watching it as an anime. I forgot it was an anime. Like, mm-hmm. I was just completely into the story. I was like, like, what is going on here? And how does thing, things just keep getting more and more chaotic for this this guy? And then you have this, like, moral, I guess, weight to it, where it's like, if you had the power to write someone's name in a book that and that would kill them, like what would that do to a person? Like, the ego involved in having that ability to do that to try to shape the world by murdering people essentially so it's a great question or it's a great like philosophical question like if you could get rid of all the bad people in the world would that solve all the world's problems or would there just be new bad people every day yeah yeah um that you know it's funny you bring that up after code geass because some people relate code geass to death note i can totally because the characters kind of have a very similar like um I don't know. Uh, they both want to kill bad people, but the thing with Lelouch is he just like he wants to just get rid of the Britannian Empire, who he just thinks is the only bad thing in the world. Yeah, and <clears throat> they always have that type of protagonist, or at least when it's an oppressed protagonist. If it mm. starts off that they're oppressed, they usually are very, uh, I guess, uh, fixated on defeating their oppressor. Yeah. And, and then there's inevitably like a storyline where they go too far. And, right. it's, and 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 there's a, a, a and and that to me is interesting because I always had the concept or I always liked the concept of like, you know, the oppressed eventually become the oppressors and it's like this never ending cycle. But how if do you, you just you just you just explain Code Geass? I, yeah, hand, hand, hand me the <laughs> you, money. Even, you haven't even watched right? it yet. Yeah, hand me the money to make it. But you know, at, at the end of the day, like they're all telling this, or not all of the animes are telling the same story, but it is like kind of like the underdog you know, getting like a huge win for whatever their side is and then right. being like kind of, you know, uh, pushed to a darker place. Even with Attack on Titan, I'm only like two or three episodes in, but I can tell the main character, the main dude, you know, is like, he's close to just being like an extremist. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like, he's always on, he's always on that, like right on that line. Yeah, like he's like, oh, we should be, you know, bringing the fight to them and stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, I'm sure things are going to get more interesting with these, uh, with the Titans or whatever, but I don't know 
how it's gonna unfold. It's, I just it's it's yeah. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, I'm like I'm sure there's gonna be some good titans, and I'm sure there's gonna be some bad people teaming up with the you'll bad see. titans. You'll see. Good, you'll see. Like, like to me, that's where my brain would go because I'm like, that's how you spit. That's how you keep something. That's how you milk a story, right? It's like right. you like have a concept and then you flip it on its head and then you're like, oh wow, you know, like. You just just watch. I mean, and let your mind kind of keep doing what it's doing. I'll play yeah. that one. Just your yeah. mind keep doing what it's doing. It's. I remember watching it and thinking this is going to happen and this is going to happen, mm. and I was I wasn't right, but I wasn't far off either, mm-hmm. in what I was thinking would happen. Right, that makes sense. No, it's, no, that's great. It's, it's a hell of an anime and a very big emotional roller coaster. I'm the only anime that made me like feel like that on edge about characters mm-hmm. was before watching it of course um was full metal alchemist and oh man like, full metal Al- okay okay you gotta pitch me on full metal alchemist oh gosh <laughs> i've not seen that show in its entirety i've only seen clips and i'm like okay there's like some robot and some goo- dude, well, like sorcery power or a spirit of a guy inside yeah. of the machine because that's more anime <laughs> Just yeah no, yeah you're not far off you know, I, so first off, don't watch Full Metal Alchemist. Watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Okay. Because Full Metal Alchemist, the first anime, um, doesn't follow the manga. It does to a certain point, and then like it deviates and does its own thing. And I think that's because it caught up to the manga. And instead of making filler like most anime does when it catches up to the manga, it just kept going. Mm-hmm. And it made its own story. And it's not bad. Um, but when I tell someone to watch Full Metal Alchemist, I'm talking about Brotherhood because that followed the manga and it's a totally different series mm-hmm. they're not connected right um but basically yeah so the two main characters um alphonse and, and edward um their mom dies when they're very young their father is like this huge big scholar one of the most popular like alchemists in the world mm-hmm. and and the, the thing with Fullmetal alchemist is when they talk about alchemy it's it's the science of alchemy but it's very over exaggerated to the point where it's like a superpower Right. So if you do the, oh, if you put this, if you put this, this, and this together, you get gold. Yeah. Or you could turn the gold into a giant freaking sword and kill someone with it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so you could do stuff like like that in that world. Like, um, one of the characters manipulates the oxygen in the air, and he wears gloves that that spark when he snaps his fingers. Mm. So he uses alchemy to combine the oxygen in the air with the spark of his gloves. So every time he he does, he snaps his fingers, he mm-hmm. catches shit on fire. Yeah. So like. That's a perfect example of how exaggerated it is. But anyways, the two main characters, their mom dies. And they oh. decide to use alchemy. To, this is not. It's, this is the whole premise of the show. Yeah. Um, they decide to use alchemy to bring their mom back to life because mm-hmm. they were reading through their father's books and they saw that that is possible. But the problem is, it's like a unforgivable sin kind of thing. Like, don't use alchemy. To, it's like forbidden to do that. Well, mm-hmm. they do it anyways, and they bring their mom back to life, and it's just like a rotting corpse. Oh, great. And in order to do that, they thought they had all the ingredients, but they were wrong. In order to do that, it had to take Alphonse, the younger brother's body, completely away. So mm. he's just, he just, he's gone. And they took um, Edward's left leg, I believe. Man. I, and, like, I, yeah. I don't know, like, these kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't I know that. I my legs and I want all of the flesh on my bones. Well, well the thing was, they, they didn't, they don't, they don't know what's going to happen. So then, like, the, the, you know, Edward's like, where's my brother? Where's my leg? I'm, like, bleeding out on the ground here. So then he's like, yeah, I guess he knows some trick where he can put a soul in a body of armor. So there's, like, a body of armor there. 
and he uses his blood to put like a blood pack to put Alphonse's soul in the body of armor, and he has to sacrifice his arm to do that. So now you have like, you know. It's just uh, diminishing returns at this point. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I would have been like, damn, that sucks. My brother's dead, but, <laughs> you know, if I got to bring him back, like I got to lose my arm too. Like, mm, nah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm good. I love you, I love you, bro, but. Well, you also got to think of it, though. He's bleeding out. He needs someone to come because he, he only has one leg now and he's in a basement. Well, why are you going to do it in a basement? What, what, what well, again, do? man. I'm just, again, I'm they didn't know. First, Nicky about this because I'm just like they like, thought they thought they were going to do this, and their mom was going to come back to life, and they'd go upstairs and have dinner. I'm actually only I'm, I'm actually only like this when it is a series or a movie that involves like characters doing like a, a spell or a ritual. I'm like, how are you not going to make sure the setting is right? You know, like <laughs> like <laughs> something's going to go wrong. That's you know? fair. But that's just my my you know thoughts of seeing like in movies and shows where it just goes horribly wrong so this yeah. is like that so that's, that's, that, that's that <laughs> so what is so what is their journey so the so from so that the journey point, is it's like a, it's like um they're trying to find the philosopher's stone to restore alphonse's body oh, to bring so, him back so so they cross over into the harry potter universe yeah <laughs> pretty cool yeah. No, but um, they're trying to find the philosopher stone to do that, and then they go through the journey. And in order to do shit like that, they have to um, join the military, or Ed, like Edward does as like a child, because the military licenses like um, alchemists, like the dude who lights stuff on fire, right. He's like a weapon, right? Mm. You know, so like really skilled alchemists, they use and like um, will add to the military or whatever, and that's what they do to get the resources to find where the stone is, and then that's where they find themselves in a situation that's escalating quickly and they have to de-escalate it while also trying to get Alphonse's body back, if that makes sense. Man, that's so much going on. There's so much piling on, but I could kind of see... There's a lot of politics in it. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. See, I would like to see a version of that, how, how well it could translate. I'm always curious about this. Animes that are translated into live action in our set in America. How different? <laughs> how different would it be? You know, or does this does does it does the structure of it narratively hold up? You know, like like that That's to me is, is fascinating. Like, you know, because Full Metal Alchemist to me, like when I look at like the 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 pictures of it, you know, of like you know just the characters and stuff. Like, it's got like a European vibe to it, clothes wise. Right, absolutely does. And some other shows do too. Like, you know, Attack I'm, on Titan. Attack it's, on Titan. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, what's the interest there? Like, it's. I mean, it's cool. Like, right, it looks right. cool, but I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And then the, uh, like, like, could you bring that over into, like, a movie and no one would question it? I don't know. I, I mean, they haven't done a Hollywood version of either of those, but they've mm -hmm. done um, Japanese live-action movies. Uh, I know the Attack on Titan one was apparently awful. Apparently <laughs> they ignored everything the show set up. I don't know how you can mess that up, because for me, even the when I watched the pilot, I was like, oh, I totally get it. I totally get how you yeah. a, a movie of this. It's and I very think, simple. Yeah, like, it's very simple. You got, like, you know, you got, like, a shot of, like, the mom getting eaten by the Titan and just, like, looking up and, you know, being like, and that was the day, uh, you know, vengeance was sworn in my heart or something. And then you see cool shots of them slicing up people and stuff, slicing up Titans. I don't know. You can just kind of see the shape of it. With I get what you're saying. Yeah. Watching it, you know, or even watching a movie trailer, you kind of can see those shots and be like, Ooh, I want to see that. Right. You know, but, uh, you know, like when you look at a, something like, uh, 
Death Note, like the the live action movie for that, it got so much hate, you know, and I understood the hate because I was like, okay, you know, fans want to just see like direct adaptations of what the story well, is. To an extent, too. I mean, not really. I was very open to what they were doing with Death Note. Mm-hmm. I was excited about it. I mean, I remember me, Jerry coming over that weekend and we watched it. <laughs> and I mean, I was I was open to the Americanized aspect of him being, you know, in Seattle. It was Seattle, right? Pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but like, it got just like um, they changed the characters way too much. What did like, you Light, think about it? Like Light was like a little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, do you mean like the the just him like not being a sociopath in the way he was in the 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 anime where he was very controlled yeah like in the anime like you you knew like you felt confident in him right and in what he was doing you felt confident that he would achieve it in the movie i didn't feel that way the girl was the one who felt like white yagami from the anime that Um, was the name i can't remember that character's name i'm gonna kill me i'm not gonna worry about it um (laughs) she was like uh she was like light but i did love willem dafoe's uh uh, Ryu, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah, for me, I was like, they did, uh, like, to me, the idea was right, the execution, questionable. Like, like for me, like, I was like, the girl being, like, more like that character, I was like, okay, so they're kind of baiting us to kind of think, oh, she's going to, like, end up, like, killing him and taking the thing, right? But then at right. the end, it was like, he knew she was going to be doing that stuff from the start. So and she and he had written in that that clause in the book, you know. So she, you know, that was how it played out. So he was playing on a light level the whole movie, but we as an audience just didn't. It didn't. That didn't click. Not even it didn't at the click. End. It doesn't click. I, I feel like it. Maybe it did click at the end, but by that time you're like, it's too late. It's too late. Yeah, you're like, okay, because they because they just showed him being emotional the whole movie, like reacting yeah. off of the girl that he was in love with or that he liked well in essence he kind of just liked sleeping with her but he really kind of knew she was done for which is kind of dark when you think about it but it's perfectly within his that character's wheelhouse that's that's what the one in the anime would have done that's what he does (laughs) yeah so i'm like that would have been really like the cat and mouse of it would have been really cool they just didn't really they they, it should have been a mini series or a season also l like I like the dude they got to play L, like, but yeah, but he was like also kind of a little bitch too. <laughs> like to me, they made it so like. And here's a problem with some movies that I think that they do with like super geniuses in movies is that they're like, oh, they're highly he's highly on the spectrum, or something like a Sherlock type thing. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like that is a trope that I think you know that community doesn't like because they're like you know not everybody's a super genius on the spec, you know, like we all can be on the spec and not be super geniuses and stuff like that. And, you know, the way that they played L's character was that he was like in like a, he was raised by like some secret organization or something to be like the world's like greatest, one of the world's greatest detectives or something like that. Right. They were trying to make a Batman almost. Trying to make a Batman. Right. And so that's such a, that's a cool concept but the movie it didn't really explore that. They just kind of like, kind of threw this him is in. His, this is his mentor. Mentor yeah. dies. He gets upset. Then yeah. he goes on this spree where he breaks in the lights house and just continuously accuses him of being a kid. And it's like, 
I, I can't remember if that happened in the anime. I'm pretty sure it didn't. It's been a while since I've watched the anime. Mm-hmm. But I, every time I remember, like, Light like Light and L were very similar. They were cool as, like, as can be. Right. Or you were confident that both in both of them. You were confident L was going to catch Light, but you were also confident Light was going to get away with it. Right. So, it, it's kind of, again, like a cat and mouse thing. Like, yeah. And it's the perfect it's the perfect story. And for me, like, I was like, they could have twisted one, changed one thing, and I bet people's opinion on it would have changed to a more positive light. Right, yeah. And the one thing that they could have changed was just, instead of it being a direct, like, like interpretation of the Death Note thing, they should have just made it a canonized sequel to the anime. Like, the, like a, a American teen finds, cool. an American teen finds the book, goes on that journey, and William Defoe's Ryuk is like, yeah, the last guy who had your book and stuff, he had pretty big uh, aspirations and stuff like that. He went by like this name and stuff like that. And, and all like, this, oh, that that was him. <laughs> yeah, and so then everybody that is watching it is like, oh, this is like its own thing, but it's still like that would be cool because it's saying that the anime is that what it is and it was unchanged. Like, and and so I, I think that would have been easier for fans to kind of like interlock. Those I would have been down with that. Yeah, because I would have been like, this is 10 times cooler because it's like, oh, anything can happen. And what, like, like Ryuk, he could have been, it would have been interesting to see how he moved after uh, Light because of, you know, Light's sneakiness, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and just big goals. And so to give it to an American would be like a gold mine, you know, not, not that he hasn't given it to an American before probably, but to an American teen, probably not. No, yeah, and it would be interesting to watch that as an American viewer as well. Yeah. Because then your mind can kind of start to wonder. Yeah, I think well. it deserves a remake because I'm like, the I mean, times... I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah, I, the... I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I thought it was okay. It had its it had its perks. In the end, I was like, I kind of want to see what happens because I was yeah. like, if you really had an arch nemesis and you got a piece of the book, and the only way you could beat them was that you could write their name in it. Or the other person writes your name in it, and it's a matter of time. Like it's a stalemate, right? You know, like like at the end, I was like, "Ooh, did he write his name in the book, or did a?" It was just a, a very good ending. It made me want to yeah. see how it was going to continue because he was like laughing, going like, "Oh, you humans are so interesting." Right? Yeah. They they could they have so much more they could do. They could do in next that because he comes after comes after L. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I mean. And then they did that whole arc in the anime where Light has the other guy. Mm-hmm. He he gives the notebook to another guy, mm. and like he erases his memories for a certain portion of time, and then he gets it back from touching the notebook. There was that was cool as shit. <laughs> was cool. Yeah, there was one that was so clever. I think it was like a one shot comic or manga recently where it was yeah, like they did this, do a one shot recently. Yeah, where it was like a guy who gets the book, and you know the concept is if you write somebody's name in it, they die. Right. But yeah. this guy was like, hmm, I'm just going to sell this or something like that. Right. He was like, yeah. I'm just going to sell this book for a bunch of money. And then there was a rule in the book or something that like, if you buy the book, you die or whatever. Yeah. Like, and it was like, and it was like the organization or the society of people that, or the, the entities that created the book had to make new rules. Cause this guy was so savvy on making money off of it. And I was like, that's cool because that's like a modern spin on such a like, weird thing because they don't know how technology works like right, yeah. they just wrote made a book and was like hey 
this is how this works. It's pretty simple. But, yeah. then, but you know, you put that in the hands of like a smart 18 or, you know, 17 year old that makes money, needs to make money. I'm like, that's way scarier of a concept because he could sell it to like. And he doesn't like care. Market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and like, whatever. Cause yeah. Cause that's such a scary theological co- or, or a scary concept where it's like, you know, you could kill anybody like, you know, and it's like, you know, excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like people are like really freaked out about like who this guy is, who the killer is or whatever. But I don't know. It's just a cool, a cool it's thing. It's a cool concept in general. Yeah. Uh, really fun. Yeah. You can walk in a room and pitch that easy and make money, like or in like have green light. Well, they've already done it, you know. They've already been like, do it again. (laughs) They're like, what if you could write in a book? (laughs) You know, go on. Yeah, I would love to see another. uh, This is a foreign anime that like probably not many people know about, but I've I've been obsessed with it since I was like in middle school. Uh, It's called Giver. Giver. Yeah, and so basically, what this is is basically. And I'm just gonna say that I'm, I'm gonna say 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 it like this. Uh, basically, there's a shadow world in our in our real world where there's these beast-like human beings that can turn into like creature like alien monsters and stuff like that, right? And they're controlling what's going on in the world right now. All the chaos that you're seeing in the world right now, viruses and stuff like that, they're controlling it to set up their end game, right? Okay. But this teenager finds this machine that allows you to tap into your most primal instincts and makes you a killing machine, right? It makes any anywhere of it a killing machine. It amplifies what's already there. Okay. But it's never been attached to a human being before. And these creatures want it so, so they can be like hyper killing machines and stuff like that. But once the teen gets it, it taps into his primal caveman like dna and so that makes him the most dangerous being like in the universe basically with this weapon and so he's like this teenager that has to take out this secret organization of people that want it back from him because it's permanently grafted to his brain and the only way to take it is to rip it out of his head and so like to me it's like this really like intense sci-fi uh i guess action movie or yeah that sounds anime. awesome you know, and it's like, and it like really makes humans sound kind of cool. Cause like, you know, like we are kind of like really primal, right? So like if you right. had something that like had to tap into that, like completely like savage nature to like be like the ultimate like fighting machine or whatever, like it's just kind of like, it's a really cool take on like a superhero genre. Yeah, no, that would be cool. That's like awesome. Animorphs. It's Animorphs meets, uh, what should I say? Ooh, I had it and then I, I missed it. It's Animorphs meets a superhero movie. And Animorphs meets Spider Man. I was trying to think of what it will you. I say that saying. Animorphs meets Spider Man because basically, yeah, because the character probably feels like Peter Parker. Yes, and it's like somebody who isn't a violent person by nature is a good mm-hmm. person, and a, a teenager and stuff like that, and just like he gets this thing that brings out this violence and he can't control it. Like he's in the suit, but it is. <laughs> it's like reacting off of things that are hostile. So it goes the extra mile to make sure that it's like enemy is like completely it's, obliterated. It's extinguished. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like completely destroyed. That's cool. And yeah. he's watching it going like, Oh my God. Why are Wait, you so talking? is this a, is this a real thing? It's a real thing. It's a real anime. Yeah. Guyver. They made two American movies of it. The first one is garbage, but the second one is like super like gory. 
and and he's and the suit is like awesome it's like this mech bio suit and the suit basically is connected to an interdimensional portal that comes out of nowhere like a black hole and forms around his body and i'm like uh, okay That's i'm like and it's, yeah and like the suit when he's not using it is like in the water in like a lake just standing there and then when he says Giver, it like comes over his body and stuff. And I'm like, that's just, it, it, to me, it's just a really cool concept because it's a dark superhero thing. With like, that's how do you spell it? You know how you spell it? G U Y V E R. But the, the right, costume, okay, here we go. Yeah, the costume looks sick. Like, I'm like, this could be like a great superhero. Oh, okay. God, man, I'm behind in times. This is old. It's really old, yeah. And I think they never finished it. It like ended on a cliffhanger or something, and the writer for it is like, I'll I'll get to it at some point. But like for me, I was obsessed. As like in middle school, I was like, This is awesome. And I think they made like a a, a, a anime, another a new anime version of it that also ended. <laughs> Because people don't like dire, like, shadow organization stuff in... Bio-booster armor driver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really cool and hyper-violent. Like, it's really bloody. I usually don't like really bloody stuff. Only because when when they draw blood in anime, it's like, just... It's real, real, like, yeah, it's super over-exaggerated. Yeah, I'm like, that's too much. But for me, like, when it's, like, against something that's not a human being, like, when it's, like, an alien monster that, like, is, like, like, legitimately evil, I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, this... Oh, come on. Yeah, like, do it. Yeah, and so, but, uh... And also, it's it's a cool exploration of, like, you know, human beings, are we savage by nature? Like, deep down, you know? Or, like, and what does it take to, like... or Or for a good person that's afflicted by that type of machine how hard is it to stay uh you like, know a decent person yeah 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 savage. just keep keep your keep your sanity yeah so that's one to watch and watch guyver 2 dark hero that movie is extremely gory but it's directed by the guy who did the fight scenes for power rangers the first movie oh it's awesome <laughs> well it looks very power rangey when you make it live action like these live action shots look power rangey yeah he's got like smoke that comes out of his like mouth Things that they just shoot out like it's just really cool. But I think uh, that's the end of this first episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Stay tuned for uh, more episodes coming uh, shortly. Peace. Later, dudes.